people of Earth, welcome back to Carry the Banner. Thank you for your patience, for your understanding, for the love, all of that. It has truly been a summer so far. And that is why it's taken so damn long to come up with this episode of this podcast. But thank you for being with us. This week we're joined by the one and only Mr. Tony Weinbender, the head honcho, the creator of The Fest in Gainesville, Florida, a punk rock family reunion every single year. Uh, the Fest is, a, is an incredible place to be that brings people from all over the world under that punk umbrella um, to one place to just enjoy each other's company and some awesome music and, you know, just a raging party every year. So stoked that we got to sit down and talk a couple months back when I was in Florida. Uh, thank you again for <laughs> waiting around for this podcast and checking it out. The uh, Flatliners have a brand new EP out called Mass Condescence. It is kind of hard to say. It's definitely a lot harder to spell. But uh, thank you to everyone who's been checking that out so far. If you're listening to this when it comes out or just after, we've just announced some shows in Colorado. So in October, we'll be in Fort Collins and at Denver. It's been a long time since we played any of those cities. So we're very excited to come back. And we got shows coming up. In Toronto at Young and Dundas Square. It's a free show with our friends the Penske File and Pew Pew Pew. We got a Laura River Fest with Blue Rodeo. That's a Canadian deep cut, maybe for some people out there. Some people not. Respect if you know Blue Rodeo. Uh, what else we got? We got shows in September with the Cancer Bats. We're playing Bo's October Fest, hosted by our buddies Taggart and Torrance. We got shows in California in October with Decent Criminal. We got an Australian tour in October. We are playing the fest. We just also announced shows in Western Canada, Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, and Whistler. With Fire Next Time, Living With Lines, and Clip Wing on certain dates. Check that out. In this episode, we got music from Less Than Jake. We got music from Reviver. We got music from Dillinger 4. Not all of those bands are playing the fest this year, but they are all definitely fest staples. And I think throughout some of the song titles and subject matter, you will see why we included those in the episode this week. But for now, here is my conversation with my dear friend, Tony Weinbender. And we will see you on the road. Bye-bye. What the fuck? <laughs> we're rolling. Um, so yeah, I got that new mic, but I don't know how to work it yet, or okay. it's broken. So well, we're just keeping it levels punk. are fine. I mean... This is the way I've both, done all of them so far. Yeah, I mean, it's technology. <laughs> it's 2018. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, this is my dear friend, Mr. Tony Weinbender, who runs the fest, who is cool as fuck, who is everyone's best friend, <laughs> right? I try to be a friendly guy to people. You are. Thanks. Welcome. Well, thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this. I haven't done one of these in a little while. It's been a little while. Well, good. I'm glad I've been, you're I've testing, a, getting, a, a, getting, getting, getting sauce back up with <laughs> yeah. me, man. I've been a busy boy. Well, uh, that's that's a good thing. You know, yeah. I'm just happy that we get to hang out in the beautiful Ebor City with the roosters. Apparently a wild peacock rolling around, too. I thought that's what they called you late night. Oh, he was talking to me. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My friend was telling us about a wild peacock around, but he was pointing right at me when he said it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, I do have a lot of beautiful colors, you know? <laughs> I have so many beautiful colors. <laughs> it's good to see you, man. We got, like, a couple months before Fest. Yeah. You know? Uh, and, like, and let me say that I will, I'll, ro- I'll roll this after we get announced. Oh, you of course, of course. So, yeah, so don't, so don't you worry. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, we're, we, we, I can talk up the talk that is not announced in the real time of us. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. We're looking forward to it, dude. It's going to be our 11th year. It's probably a lot of bands, you know, uh, several years in kind of thing. It's crazy something... for me when you said to me the other day how it was your 11th year, and I was like, fuck, it's like we re- it has been that many. It has been. Like, I remember when you guys were like the, like, 
the kid band of sorts. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? We were the, the band like passing out flyers. Yeah, like, and it was like here? it was like you guys, you know, like Menzingers, yep. Banner Pilot, mm-hmm. like all these bands, and then like now you guys are like the elders, <laughs> and there's all these other like young bucks. They're coming up and they're like, oh, you know, someday we're going to be up there. We're going to be playing that main stage of Bo Diddley, just like the flats, you know? I mean, and that's a beautiful thing. Like, I I never uh, thought in my wildest dreams that we could become one of those bands. You know what I mean? Because, like, there are a lot of those, like, there are a lot of people that go to the fest bands or not uh, who think, you know, I mean, it, it you, you know this already, but it's become this, like, this mecca. You know, there's like a pilgrimage. People, man, there's a there's a there's a big religious connotation to the to the fest now. Do you believe in God? That's what this podcast. Is about. Yeah. <laughs> so no, but there's people coming from everywhere. You know. Yeah, there is. All and, over the and world. That, and that's one of the it means things. So that, much to them. You know, besides the music and 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 I would feel like fest is like a celebration of our. It's not a celebration of punk rock because punk rock is just such a broad sure. stroke of things. Yeah. But I think it's a celebration of this scene within punk rock mm-hmm. that we collectively support and hang out and group and, and absolutely you know, like, it's just like it's more than a festival it really is like a, a, a we always said it was like the family reunion and it really feels like that yeah because yeah. especially being in a band well no, but no, yeah, that the, i guess be, like the being in a band thing is only my perspective but i can see other folks just like traveling around from europe from australia from from wherever japan you know what i mean like they they see these people every year you know, and like we get to see as folks in bands, our friends band from Italy, you know, our friends band from, you know, Seattle. I don't know, like our friends band from Australia, all this like from everywhere. It is that reunion. Yeah. It's it, so cool. Yeah. And I'm just, we're just very blessed that, you know, we're able to still do it. You know, Gainesville has a rich, rich culture of being, you know, the punk rock town, you Dude, know, absolutely. from bands like Less Than Jake, from Hot Water, from yeah. like the work that No Idea did from Against Me, yeah. you know, all this stuff. But, you know, I think that Fest itself has, has wound up. It's like, not that we did anything different, or that we do, are doing anything different than anybody else. I feel like it's just the community itself that has, has evolved around Fest mm-hmm. has really supported it and kept it alive. You know, I yeah. never feel like we get like bigger or smaller. It's just like, as long as you're treating people well and yeah. everybody treats each other well, it's almost like, even though Fest is kind of punk rock, it's still kind of this weird, like, hippie friendly love fest in a way <laughs> absolutely you, you yeah, really yeah, think yeah. about it yeah. everybody's yeah. like stoked to see each other everybody's hugging each other everybody's like hanging out it's true you know? i mean think of how many shows occur every year at fest how many fights have broken out no we've played we played 11 or well 10 years now right. this year will be the 11th in our shows like i've never seen anything like that no you know, I've, I've, I've never, never seen, seen one happen at a show i've gone to at fest ever. i've seen i've seen some like domestic disputes okay where it's like boyfriend and boyfriend or boyfriend and girlfriend or yeah, girlfriend yeah, yeah. and girlfriend just being like too drunk and mad at each sure, other yeah, yeah. about some yeah. stupid shit about probably like I want to go see the flatliners <laughs> fuck you I want to go see this you know it's like <laughs> yeah. shit like that or why yeah. aren't you hanging out with me enough because I came to see music yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. so stuff like that but literally like you know as far as you know so, there's so much aggressive music and stuff like that I mean in any given show you see in any city there's, you know, especially with aggressive music, yeah. fights break out and yeah. alcohol's involved. But oh, at fest, I think everybody's involved, yeah. just so mm-hmm. happy that everybody's there. Yeah. And, and especially in the earlier years when our music scene wasn't so acceptable mm-hmm. and so readily available with yeah, the sure. internet and things like that. Yeah. 
a lot of people were coming there and being like, hey, this is the one time I feel like I'm a part of something. Yeah, you feel accepted, you feel welcomed, yeah. and you're, yeah, you're, 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 you're part of the whole thing around it, propping it up just as much as everyone else is. Yeah, like people I mean? like, are standing in line waiting for a show and they're talking about bands and yeah. nerding out about things. Really, Fest is like, the, I always think it's like the biggest like nerd music festival. <laughs> it, it, dude, there, there are so many people connecting on music alone. Yeah. You know, and on top of that, other things. But I mean, that's always where the conversation starts, mm -hmm. which is so cool. Yeah. Well, what did you do before Fest? Like, I I know some of this, but people might not know. Um, before I started Fest, I, I I lived in Virginia. I played in punk bands, a punk band called Swank, a long time ago in the '90s. Um, we were a weird little band, but that's how <laughs> I knew Less Than Jake and knew Hot yep. Water. And you know we were small. We lived in Roanoke, Virginia. And the only way we could play there was like probably four bands in Roanoke. Okay. And every band was different than yeah. each other. It was yeah. like, okay, you're the pop punk band. You're the abolition style screamy band. Yeah. We were like the weird like, don't horns but not ska. Yeah. But yeah. Funky but like oh, cool. really liked Fugazi. Sick. And then there would be like the like oh there's the old guys who like still play like seven second songs and stuff right. you know like right. so it was like that so the only way we could get see bands that we really wanted to see and then a veil would come through like every other month sure yeah, yeah, yeah. um cool. and and thomas's old band inquisition of course you know? yeah, and yeah, then, yeah and so so then like to get stuff going so then there was this thing called book your own fucking life yeah and we, it was just we, a, we discovered the very end of that when it was just the website yeah this yeah. was like the actual book mr yeah, was put cool. out and you okay. go to the record store and we would just sit in high school i remember and just like in lunch class and reading stuff it was like Gainesville and it would just somebody would write up like all the bands their little yeah, descriptions yeah. and so we ended up finding the promoter in Gainesville and we're like okay we're going on tour we're yeah. graduating high school yeah. and then right after high school we're going to go on tour for two weeks in the south and we oh, yeah. just book your own fucking life so there was this guy Sean Bonner who uh, I think it was called Toy Box Records okay he had um, and if I remember right he put out at least a hot water sandwich or a co put out okay. with VAR a hot cool. water sandwich back in the day. Okay. And so we came down, played at the hardback, um, which is where if you come to Gainesville, it's where Boca Fiesta is now. Okay, right, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't nice like that. There was like a pool table in there, they had rolling rock on draft. Yeah. And it was like the only beer. Right. The I think it's every the kind of place single, you could roll in and say, I want a beer. Yeah, and, and that was it. Dick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh bands <laughs> played on the floor. Cool. Um it was like always shows started late yeah um there would always be like four or five touring bands and like one local yeah. but that was the only space to go really see pants so everybody came out right so the shows were great so we ended up playing uh a show and chuck came up to us and was like hey i really dig your band here's our demo tape Shit, and we no had way. the push for coin demo tape so we took that back up to virginia and so we started inviting them up to virginia okay and then through them we met less than jake and started inviting them up to virginia cool. and it was this whole communal trade-off of right. like shows which still happens today you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely yeah and so i got involved more involved and then through college you know i my band broke breaks up i go to college and uh find college radio mm -hmm. and started being really involved with the college radio station i needed somewhere to put that that energy and passion because yeah. I was like the band guy. I'm you the were, one who like... Okay, so you were the one reaching out like through the people you yeah. found on... I'm the one that's like calling Jason Black like, right. you know, from my record store job and we're like <laughs> yeah. talking about like, hey, well, do you got any contacts in Alabama? Yeah, and he's right. like, yeah, talk to this person and stuff. And so like, I needed somewhere to put that. And so like, I started involved, getting involved with the college radio station mm -hmm. and through the college radio station, we were doing like house shows and stuff. Okay. And then we went to CMJ, the College mm -hmm. Music Journal Festival. Mm -hmm. And this was probably 
seven, maybe. Those years kind of blur because that's, <laughs> that's also like right about the time I turned 21 and started drinking. So Okay. I, I don't understand the reference, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we collectively as a group have been doing you know, house shows and having bands like Hot Water come up and yeah. stuff. Um, and we went to CMJ and we're like, they're not really representing the music that we like. Like yeah, they're what, not. No, what what was, was no, it then? Because my experience with CMJ was always through like the Fat Wreck showcases. See, none of that was going on. There was there were punk shows. Yeah, yeah none yeah, of that yeah. was going on. Like yeah. J Tree wasn't there. Like right. Fat wasn't there. None yeah. of that stuff. It was always like, you know, who knows? Like like Sugar it would be like Bob Gold. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah. No yeah. offense to that, that stuff. No, no, of but course. Like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. But it, it was. It it still felt like it was outside of what you were doing. It was like older. You know, it was like there was no bands that like we felt like we were on this like underground level, and those are the bands that we were pushing on our college radio station. So you know. What always happens when you take a bunch of like punk twenty-year-olds, like you come back and you're like, you know what? Fuck that. We can do a <laughs> yeah, better yeah. version. Yeah. And so we started our own music festival called Mac Rock, and it mm-hmm. was called the Mid Atlantic College Radio Conference. Okay. So it was long, drawn out, stuck it at Mac. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, and we did. You know, it was small. You know, and the first show um, I did for it, the big show was Archers of Love played Avail. Uh, this band called this group called Executioners. They were like a four DJ ensemble. This is the one you were telling me about the other night. Yeah, yeah. yeah and okay. then the Blue Rags played, and then Get Up Kids opened. Fucking cool. And it was like the Jesus. first time they had ever played Virginia. You know, wow. and that was like our big show on Friday night in this yeah. ballroom. And then the next day, it was like multiple venue house shows, coffee shops, all this weird stuff. Damn. So you like went off like you kicked that door down and did that like that multi room place I mean mm-hmm. like right away yes yeah. exactly and wow. it was all walking distance cool. wristbands registration Damn. the difference with Mac Rock though but that's kind of how I got the experience to do Fest sure of course yeah. Uh, yeah. the difference with Mac Rock though is we had like panel discussions okay. and things like cool. how to start your own record label yeah, yeah, yeah. how to build up your radio station yeah. how to like work the CAD machine and build, you know all this weird stuff that's cool and so then you know from years of doing that I started in the summers going out on the road with Lesson Jake because it was like this, my summer gig. I didn't yeah, have yeah. college. They needed an extra roadie because they had started doing warp tours. Okay. And they're like, look, we. Those we, guys love warp tour. They were. Well, I we remember we were on tour <laughs> in Florida and we played a show with Discount down in um, Vero Beach, where they were from. Okay. And warp tour was coming through. And the year before that was warp tour one. Oh, wow. And we all wanted to go. It was like four hours away from where we lived. Yeah. Like Quicksand was playing. We were like, Sick. fuck yes. And yeah. Rocket from the Crypt was. No, fuck. I'm sorry. Quicksand was playing. Rocket wasn't. You, uh, you're just tugging at my heartstrings with the Rocket well, thing. You know that. I'll come back. To <laughs> okay. <Rocket>. So, <laughs> so uh, we went to go, and there was like this big storm, like a hurricane or something came through. It was in Virginia Beach. Okay. And we lived on, you know, the west side of Virginia in the mountains and the sticks and mm-hmm. shit. And so we couldn't go. And so the next year, we were on tour in Florida, and Warp Tour was coming through. So we like played an early show with Discount, and then like went to Warp Tour. Okay. And that's the year Rocket played. It was like Rocket, Blink One Eight Two, when they all like wow. used to wear hats. And oh stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, like Red Seven, maybe that was a band. So what era of Rocket from the Crypt would that have been? Ooh, like that's it was before Scream. Oh okay. J- Jesus Christ. What was it? Right when Scream, Dracula Scream came out. That's a good era. That's it was great, run. but that was like one of the big bands that we wanted to see. That yeah, was like yeah, one yeah. thing. And I remember being getting like my, my fucking like calling card yeah. and calling from a payphone at Warp Tour Vinny <laughs> and being like, dude, this is less than Jake's fucking shit. Yeah. Like you need to be playing this next year. 
And so then the next year came, they got on it. You you did that and, with them. And they called me up to said, hey, we need an extra roadie. Do you want to do it? And so oh. I did that. I did several warp tours with them. We went to Europe warp tour, which is a weird that oh, that weird. happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we went to Australia and New Zealand. And then I came back and Vinny was like, hey, I've been doing this record label thing called Fuel by Ramen. Mm. There's me and this guy, John Janik, who you don't know. And John's a college kid and I'm always on tour. I need somebody to come in and kind of be the extra me right. in this puzzle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, so what are you talking here's, about? Here's you're, boots on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you're <laughs> offering me a job to move to Gainesville. And I didn't finish college yet. Right. And they offered me, you know, a salary. I was getting like, uh, it just seemed like an interesting thing. So I went to all my school advisors and I was like, look, I got this opportunity. Mm-hmm. What do you think I should do? And every single one of them was like, drop out of college. Damn. What were you like? Like three years into a four-year thing, or what I was, was I was two and a half years in. Okay, I had gone to community college first because when I was after high school, I went to like college and I was like more focused on the band. Yeah, so there was like a semester where like I just checked out and yeah. got really bad grades. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go on tour. We're doing a split tenants with lesson Jake. Hell fuck yeah. school, you yeah. know. And then the My band breaks up. Yeah, of course, the band yeah. breaks <laughs> up, and they're like. Fuck, uh, I better yeah. go to college. It's pretty you know? far fall from the top. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? Uh, so I ended up moving to Gainesville. Cool. And I worked at Fuel by Ramen in those early years. We put out some really good records. So how old were you when you moved to Gainesville then? I was 25. Okay. It was cool. the year 2000. Cool. January 2000. Um, I knew, you know, I had some friends in Gainesville through Less Than Jake and Hot Water. But of course, both those bands were like in full blown gear. Yeah. And they weren't around. Right. Sure. Of course. So it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just threw everything into work. Like yeah. I would go to work, work all day. Dinner time would come. I would go down, go down to where the top is now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And get food. I love the top. Uh, and a couple of drinks and then come back up and just spend pretty much the rest of the night at work. You're just working. I lived in a tiny little apartment. I had like three pieces of furniture. I had a VCR. <laughs> One of them was a desk to do more work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I watched uh, Twin Peaks. <laughs> like uh, Roger from Let's Jake gave me the box set of Twin Peaks on VHS. Hell yeah. So I would just like watch an episode of Twin Peaks every night. <laughs> and but I made other friends and stuff yeah. and built a you know a, a good a good base in Gainesville. But the thing was, you know, as much work as I was putting in the fuel by ramen the other component of Fuel by Ramen, which was John Janik and I really didn't get along. Okay. I brought Kyle Baker in. Kyle Baker yeah. was working there. My good buddy Ryan Geis. I don't know if you remember him. I, that name sounds very familiar. He was familiar. Gainesville dude. He okay. worked at No Idea with us. I feel dude. like I but So I brought, like, we were guy. expanding and I'm yeah, bringing yeah. in more employees and we're building it. But Janik and I would just butt heads okay. left and right. And it was mainly about, like, who we were working with. Like, okay. I had a vision that I thought the label should go in and he had a vision that he, what he thought the label should go in and his vision was completely right because that's what they yeah, made all that, the money. I was gonna, I, dude, I was going to say, if that's if that's where they went, I mean... Yeah, they, how, he how, was he was completely right. Like but I was you, like, <clears throat> let's put out Frodus and Cat like Blindside and Jersey. Yeah, you remember Jersey? Fuck, of course. And he Jersey. was like, let's yeah. put out Fallout Boy and Punchline. Right. And I was like, fuck those bands. How bizarre that must have seemed at the time and now... How I was fucking, so wrong. How fucking weird is it that it could have gone the other way, right? <laughs> yeah. Who who would have done that? Like like who would have broke that band? Yeah, I think wow. everybody else involved in Fiona was probably pretty happy that, that <laughs> I quit <laughs> slash got fired. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
up on the truck stop hallway door It's looking worn and I can't hardly read it anymore I feel like I'm a speck thrown on the map And I can't help my urge to laugh I never used to feel like that well, And like, even though that's how it ended up, I mean, your like, you know, advisors at school that you went to as a student saying like, hey, I need your advice. What should I do with them? Them giving you that push to be like, dude, follow this dream. Yeah, because they, were like, they cool. were like, you know, you're going to you're so involved with the college radio station. You're going to school for communications yeah. um, and media art and design. Right. Like, and it was like right when like Photoshop classes were still starting and stuff. Yeah. Um, and they're like, look, you're going to go end up having to intern at some fucking label. Yeah. And like doing nothing. They must have seen that you were good with communications and radio and all these things already. They're yeah. like, maybe you don't have to spend all the extra money on continuing yeah. to go to school for this if you already have that fucking. Yeah, talent. I don't. I don't advise everybody yeah. to not go to school. I think school is very important for sure. You. And course, in fact, yeah. even like what I learned in school has been vital with me for yeah. like the years. Even the experiences you make with people going to college, sure. you know, I, and the friendships. I have, and, I have zero college experience like the guys and i hit the road like you were saying like right for high school graduate high school hit the road and we kind of thought like yeah we'll do it for a few months and see how it goes and now it's 12 years after that started i always think it's <laughs> you know, to, not, not to throw it back to you i always think it's baffling like how long you guys have known each other in flatliners yeah and how you're like one of the few bands like you guys and men's ears there's only a few bands where it's like everybody gets along yeah and, yeah, they, yeah. and you're still best friends yeah. creating music. It's kind of like this cream dream of like <laughs> of rock and roll. Like yeah. that's not the norm. Well, it's, fun. <laughs> it's it's honestly funny too. Like speaking of the Menzingers, whenever I'm around those guys, even though like I'm in a situation that is that is like that, that that you know is true to what you're saying. When I'm around the Menzingers, it's even there is this magic to those guys. Like they're like you know we just like got home from like a five week tour and like Greg's telling me he had like lunch with Tom or something. I'm like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> take a day off, man. Like I like I know you guys are all cool as shit. Like you are, but it is a beautiful thing to like see that. But you know like we didn't 
think that it would go this far, that it would last this long, that we yeah. would still be doing this. Uh, we wouldn't like none of us have any experience with like college or university or anything like that, other than playing shows in colleges and universities, <laughs> you know. But it is, but it must be cool because I remember, you know, in high school at least, those experiences, those formative experiences, are just like those growing up moments. But it is cool that they were able to like let you know. You know, you can follow this dream if you want to. Yeah, I mean, like, granted, you, you, the dream didn't pan out, but at the same time, know. it's perpetuated but, in a way to be correct. where you are now. And you probably didn't think that Fest would be going this long. Oh no! And right. in fact, like I only did Fest out of just like sheer like frustration of of boredom, honestly. So that obviously happened after yes. s- started so, Fest started. So after now I'm like out of Fuel by Ramen. The reason I dropped out of college job is the rug just pulled out from underneath me the poorest I've ever been in my life because even though I was making decent money, it was like still like when you don't have a job, it's hard to stay alive. And I had my job experience prior to this was running a college radio station, Mm -hmm. working in a record store and then working in a mom and pop video store from when I was 13 till I was 18. Okay. So in Gainesville, that has no job skills. (laughs) Anybody who works in a record store or video store time had had that job forever. Sure, yeah, yeah. Everybody you know in Gainesville works in a bar or a restaurant, and I had no experience. Right. And so I ended up working at Gator Moving and Storage, and that lasted like two months, and then they like let us all go because it wasn't season. And so now I'm like back to donating plasma to pretty much try to make rent. Damn. It was that dark. Damn. I had shit. taken pretty much every CD that I owned yeah. that I didn't like care and love. And yeah. I was taking them once a week to the record to hear again and selling CDs. How much would a CD get you? Well, <laughs> one CD. I had a friend that worked there. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so some of those crappy promos that I had stored yeah, away right, from, right, right. from ramen was getting some top dollar. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, it'd be enough to buy like a dime bag of weed and some beer, cool. you know, yeah. and, and pay Keep the, the dream rent. alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was actually living with JB at the time. Oh, really? Too. Mr. Well, Black. Yeah. And cool. so uh, it was dark, man. And so yeah. I, I, luckily, some friends I got me in um, working at the bistro, which is beside Leo's by the Slice. Okay. And I started waiting tables and I had no experience. And I did that for several years yeah. and worked my way up there. Got in a 706, which is like a finer dining restaurant. And really, like, saved a ton of money over several years. Yeah. But during that time, I was just the same thing. Like, I had that, like, why I got into college radio station. There was still that desire that I've had since I was a kid. Like, I yeah. still have to be involved in music. There's something I have to do. And when I yeah, first because it, fe- it feels not to cut you off, but it, it it feels strange when you don't have it in your life, yes. right? Yeah, even in that in some mm-hmm. way. Very much, very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, when I first moved to Gainesville, like everybody I knew from Virginia was hitting me up right. like strike anywhere it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. the first show i did in gainesville sick really like thomas calls oh, me and he's like rad. he's like hey is there any place to play in gainesville i was like i don't really know there's kind of this big club because hardback was done okay um and i was like i don't know let me check on some things and i went you know remember 1982 yeah of course and some people might remember it as 8-bit yeah okay. before that it was called common grounds Oh, that's the OG Congress. And that's the OG Congress, okay. that location. And Nigel, who, yep. Nigel Ham, who ran everything, was the guy there. So you walk in, and it was checkerboard floor. There was, like, two dudes playing, like, D&D in there. And Nigel's, <laughs> like, got coffee and Guinness. And I was like, hey, do you ever do, like, bands playing? And he goes, well, sometimes over in the corner over there, people play acoustic. 
Right. I go, well, can I do like, do like a Sunday matinee and like yeah. have these punk bands play? Yeah, what this? if instead of it's an acoustic guitar, it's a bunch of loud fucking <laughs> electric guitars with yeah. blast beat drums. Can and I bring dread, these hardcore bands into your coffee shop? Fucking, yeah, inspire the fucking hell out of you. <laughs> so yeah, it was Strike Anywhere, and I had gotten to be friends with the As Friends Russ guys cool. through Hot Water. And so cool. it was Strike Anywhere, As Friends Russ, maybe 30 people at the Damn. most at the show. And it's funny to think about now. Like, yeah. That would have been nuts. But I was doing all these shows. Like, I did Sam I Am show. I nice. did, like, a Snapcase show. Um, because I was still, like, on people's lists for sure, doing shows yeah, from yeah. when I was in college radio. Okay. And then, of course, when I was playing in a band, you know, you always, you know, traded shows with people. So I was just on that list. So because when we started... It was 2002, and we I, I remember like the website version, like I said, of of like it was byofl.org. Mm -hmm. Did you get your name on that list? Probably to be I in was. Gainesville? I probably was on this, yeah. but I personally did not okay. subscribe to okay. that. Okay, but that comes uh, full circle for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? it, uh, That's um, cool. But then, like you know, it was like I was sitting. I remember distinctly like where I was, like who I was hanging out with, and it was some of the as friends us guys, and I was just venting to them like i think we were drinking 40s well cordies they don't have 40s done it what are cordies 32 ounce oh word okay because <laughs> they don't for some reason in gainesville florida you can't drink 40 ounces yeah, of, just to, of beer you can only drink 32 ounces. a little more personality yeah. <laughs> it's actually probably those last eight fluid ounces that really fucks shit up anyway <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true um and i was like just so fr i was like what am i doing man like i'm barely getting by i'm waiting tables like i just don't have this thing i don't I don't want to start a band. Like, I don't, I don't know. And they're like, man, you did that Mac rock thing. Yeah. That was fun. That was cool. That's cool. Do that down here. And I was like, I don't want to do like a panel discussion about things. They're like, no, just do the party part of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And so we did the first one and, you know, we just started asking our friends, Yeah. you know, and it was real small. Yeah. And then it's Yeah. How many just, venues was the first one? It was two? I think four. Oh, four. Shit. I All think right, cool. four. Our largest venue was Market Street. Okay, cool. Because Common Grounds hadn't moved over there. Yet. Right. Okay. Um, I think we had 60. bands. It was only two days. Dude, that's a lot, though. I lost $500. Okay. And I had that's literally. That's not that bad. I literally, though, had <laughs> like. I literally had but, like yeah, no that, dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that was everything. It was yeah. me and Kyle Baker, my yeah. buddy Kyle Baker, you know, and we were just hanging out with. Yeah. And Kyle and I would just be like going from like venue to venue, collecting money and right. then going counting it and then taking it to the other venue to pay this. So it was just like this circulation yeah. of cash. Musical chairs with money. And yeah. also trying to find those first years of doing fest, like trying to find bands to yeah, pay them. True. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, they're all scattered. You can't just take someone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. It was, it was impossible. Uh, I mean now you get to the point where I mean and we'll and we'll jump back because I'm because this is cool. But I but now you get to the point where what we were talking about earlier, like it's being it being a family reunion, fest having the sense of community. There's a huge league of volunteers every year. Huge, and that and was one of the things that I learned a lot from doing the college radio thing. Cool is how to make like not only just use volunteers, but how to like get volunteers to feel really a part of it. Of course, man. You know, and it's, it's a badge of honor, and it, like for all those people, I'm sure they yes. get to like help fest work. And, and happen, and a lot yeah. of those people have come up from the experience that they've volunteered with Fest, yeah, and they've gotten other jobs in the industry and doing things like that, or have gotten further um, heightened jobs with me yeah. through Fest. But it really is like one of the only like music festivals that's completely a hundred percent DIY. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, we there's... don't like hire out a production company yeah there's no like goon squad right. yellow like security shirts and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah like it's all run 
Like it's, and for a lot of these people, they have only experienced the viewer's side of sure. music. Yeah. And for them to experience something behind the scenes and meet people like yourself right. and find out like, oh, Chris is a really nice guy and he's Thank very, very thankful <laughs> that like I'm helping him do this. Well, yeah. Like, you know, it makes like, a difference when it's someone that knows the program. You know what I mean? Like even if they've never done this job in particular before, I just mean like they're from this world. You know what correct. I mean? That, that understand that if someone hops up on stage, it's okay because they're not going to – the first thing that that person is going to do is not throw a punch at someone on stage. They're not a danger is, is my point. They're, they're there because they're really, really excited. Correct. Give them a little time to do that and then they'll <laughs> jump into the crowd. You make sure it's all good. You're a part of that. You feel good. Well, no offense know? to like venues and stuff, but you've toured a lot, you know, and I find that like it's a fresh, refreshing experience I've heard from a lot of bands when they come to Fest because of that, like the people involved aren't burnt out. That's true. You, know, you go yeah, to a lot of absolutely. music venues and the people that work there, granted, they work very hard they do. and they're awesome, they do. but you're like, and that's their life oh, every another day. fucking band. Yeah. Great. Cool. You know? Like, exactly. That's their life every day. Whereas like the volunteers are Fest are like, hold on. I'm part of this. Yeah. I'm helping do this. It's this fucking man. I love this band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny. Yeah. Like a lot of them, they want to sign up for this. When we do the big sign up thing, it's like they're looking at the schedule. You know, we print it up. They got on the phone and stuff, and they want to work the shift yeah. where their favorite band is for sure because they want to help them. They care is, so much about them. They want to feel like they're a part of it. And that is like to me the epitome well, think, of it of the fest is just like it's all folks from all these walks of life coming together to do this really cool thing, and it's like a fucking party all weekend long it, it's like intense you know i mean, what I mean? you got There's... so many bands playing all over the place yeah. and like every band is good yeah you know exactly. and that's but, a crazy but, thing. you know point is like you do it together i know it's so lame and or cheesy or cliche or whatever but it's true no it's know? the whole it's the whole vibe of it. and that's something i always wanted to do is like you know i wouldn't be here talking with you in this fan we wouldn't be friends mm -hmm. if it wasn't for those early diy punk experiences absolutely have. i don't think i would have be the human being that i am today yeah as far as like you know the way i treat just life and in general and treat humanity if it wasn't for those early experiences yeah. having like tim berry sit you down at age 16 and be like hey this is how you treat people right this is how you react you yeah. know i wouldn't be the human being i am today if it wasn't for like opening up those those fucking early like minor threat fugazi records yeah. or reading the literature that came in ebullition records yeah. from kent mcclard and things like that or just like you know all these things you know and i think sometimes that like as much as it's just music you know and it's just punk rock it's more than that like you know I, it shapes us as the human beings that we are yeah. the people that survive in this world in this culture you know if I would have not had that mm -hmm. and I would have probably stuck with the same program of not finding punk rock and listened to like popular music and kept playing basketball and hanging out with certain other kids in my high school, mm -hmm. I probably would have been a douchebag, you know, like, I would have been like most of the people in normal in society, you know, mm -hmm. and that's like, it's just for those of us that have experienced it and clashed onto it, it's more than music, you know? Absolutely. It really is yeah. a subculture of life and, and how people should be should be treated. And I think Fest, without being preachy, because we never feel like we are, I feel like our scene that we developed with Fest and the scene that surrounds around it mm -hmm. really is another branch and extension of that. And collectively, as a community together, if we keep celebrating that yeah. year after year by going to Fest and going to other music festivals like yeah. Pusa, and yeah, absolutely, uh, you know, yeah. some of these smaller festivals that aren't like run by production companies yeah. and in it for like, the Because they're just working daughter. it out as well. 
They're exactly. Just, they're, they're, Those they're, are like the things that we can celebrate and keep mm. keep the dream alive because it's not punk isn't that subgenre anymore. John Gaunt taught me a lesson before I ever worked at a restaurant, and I still work at a restaurant when I'm home from the road. Uh, and before I ever got that job, that allowed me and still allows me to do, you know, you know, to follow the dream and like play music and tour and stuff. He said, "I think everyone in society should work in a restaurant for a year because mm-hmm. it really teaches you how to treat one another. It's true. It, it really, tr- it, like, it really shows you how." shitty people can be to each other, you know, and like thankless and, you know, just not, like unappreciative and all these things, which is very true. And I, I learned that firsthand when I started working in a restaurant, I've taken that logic in my life and started to apply it to the same thing. Like I think everyone, if, if, if you could do it, everyone should spend six months or a year in this kind of community in that, like it's a big umbrella now, but the umbrella of like the punk rock community, because mm-hmm. you learn a lot about what you're saying about how to treat people, 
you know, uh, how to be respectful, how to, how to work towards a common goal, not step on anyone's fucking toes. Don't be a greaseball. Don't be a, a dirt bag. Do something cool together. And you got both of those things because you had the restaurant and then you got the fest. <laughs> <laughs> the restaurant definitely helped. <laughs> I mean, right? Because it just teaches you that. It definitely helped also those first couple of years when fest was like, you know, I'm losing $500. And then like right. the next year it was like, oh, we made 500. So now we're even. Right. Yeah. yeah. The next year it was like, oh, we made like a thousand dollars. Right. Know? Like those years of like, if I didn't have like that good nest egg that I built up waiting tables, yeah, you know, I would it wouldn't have wouldn't have been here, you know, absolutely. Because even when I got the opportunity to work at No Idea, you know, we were doing that because we loved it. Yeah, like we were barely getting paid at No Idea, right? And so I still waited tables to like maintain, you know. Mm. Uh, but you now, like, but you wanted to be a part of that like common goal, correct? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. You know, for me, it was like an honor to work at No sure. Idea. Yeah, of course. You know, like, yeah, to be even asked. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but now it's it's wonderful that like Fest has sustained itself enough to where I can take a modest paycheck every yeah. quarter out of it. We're able to uh, take some of the money from Fest and invest it into other projects. Yeah. Um, and like I've been able. Yeah. What to, else you got going on? Well, Tell we people. do uh, we do Fest wrestling now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> which is my uh, dive into being a professional wrestling promoter. Hell yeah. But basically, it's my love and passion. Before I was in the punk rock, I was always a pro wrestling fan yeah. as a kid. And it's kind of my way of trying to give back to that scene, but also make that scene from what I feel like better. Right. Like taking, use some of the, the you know, like the the magic from the punk world and kind of sprinkle out. A lot the of the ethics world. that we've yeah. learned from yeah, the right. punk world where, you know, the brown guy's not always bad. Right. The guy always isn't like fighting the girl and being like, you're weak. You know, right, we right. have with thing. You can smash those stereotypes. Correct. They're we obviously like so outdated. They they're extremely outdated ago, and yeah. they're extremely still relevant in that scene in a lot of okay. ways. But we're not the only promotion doing cool stuff like that. We're just the only one in Florida. Okay. <laughs> um, right. And definitely like there's a few, you know, people that are trying to bring a little bit of punk into it. Um, ethics wise and stuff yeah. and so like I, I i'm stoked on it um i i have we have a lot of fun with it i think the most fun is taking punks from gainesville and people we know in the music scene who are like oh dude wrestling what <laughs> yeah. like like wwe like from when we were kids like it's different just come out yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and then now they're like super fans yeah like john gone Right. Okay, cool. He is like super fan and then has his own persona when he comes to the wrestling shows where he wears a big cowboy hat. <laughs> I swear to well, God. Because it just lets you be whoever you want to be, I guess. Exactly. It's theater. Yeah, it's theater. You know, yeah. as our friend Matt Cross, who's very, very much in the punk scene, but also happens to be a, a pro wrestler that travels the world. This like, is the guy you were telling me about the other night. I believe maybe Um, he's always and he's always like, dude, but in the in the end of it, it's just a bunch of people running around in their underpants, (laughs) you know, trying to play theater in the ring. Yeah, exactly. You know, and if you don't take it too serious, take seriously how you treat other people. Be serious about it. Serious about the production of it, but it doesn't have to be like so serious. Like everybody knows it's fake. Yeah. You know, everybody knows it's scripted theater. You know, granted, these people are putting their bodies on the line and some of them have like some extremely amazing physical skill sets of like acrobatics and like yeah and then there's certain people that are just great in the ring as storytellers yeah you know and it's just like that with a band like you know there's certain bands that are musically apt 
way more than certain mm. other bands, but there are certain other bands who just like entertain very sure. well on stage. And then you see any of John Reese's bands, and you get both. <laughs> yes, just you perfect. get both <laughs> all the time, which I'm very jealous. I guess uh, my friend Sarah was telling me that she's going up to Philly soon to get to see Hot Snakes oh, yeah. and Meat Wave on the same show. Oh, shit, really? Sorry. That's yes. a good fucking show. Yes. The new it's Hot going. Snakes record is sick. Meat Wave is fucking rad. Yes. Um, I want to ask you, Dikembe is going to start soon, who are also fucking rad, so yeah, I think so it's going to get loud. Wrap it up soon, I want to ask you one more thing about, it's also sweaty in this van. I thought Maybe we not just, for you. I thought we were just in like a mushroom like hot box so I yeah, could try right, to yeah. on a vision I'm quest a trippy here. show tonight, wow. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you now, like we've talked about the first few years and how it was, you know, it started obviously smaller than it is now, that goes without saying, but now, seeing what it's become, uh, do you like actively try to bring in different kinds of bands to kind of like reach more people or is it really a thing where you're just like we're just gonna make it cool no i think we've always cool. kept our same formula it's yeah. like it's weird like you know i'll talk to people sometimes and they're like well maybe you should get this band and maybe you should get this band and i'm like it'll bring more people and stuff and i was like ultimately i just try to like listen to a lot of bands yeah. Pick the bands I think that I like, that I would like to go see, and then we do some kind of like weird background check on a lot of them. Sure. Like yeah. I'll reach out, and I've reached out to you in the past before and be like, yeah, hey, yeah. so are these good people? What's, yeah, what's up with this band? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. stuff like that. And, yeah. though, you know, it was. And I always say, fuck that band. They're the worst. <laughs> they rock, but they suck. There's only people. one <laughs> band from Canada, man. It's us. No, it's actually Jersey. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> it's great. There's but, uh, you know, as I, 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 I feel like. The, the goal of Fest is never to make money. The goal of Fest is never to be the biggest music festival. Yeah. The goal of Fest is to have, just kind of keep going. Yeah. You know, and so no, I don't try to bring in like different kind of genres or right. anything like that. You know, collectively within Fest, it's just not a punk rock festival. There's all these different kinds yeah, of, of bands. Yeah, of course. But, you know, but I just, they all come from the same kind of like DIY that is true. group thing. You know, like you last know. year having Super Chunk there was really cool. Yeah, that we would... didn't get to see them. We had to go home, which sucked. We were bummed. Well, you know, it was like that kind of band to me makes perfect sense at Fest, but they're different enough that you're, you know, it's a little like other part of that punk umbrella. You know yeah, what I mean? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Just that kind of shit. Like, but, like, but, but, but we're different bands like this. Like, you know, a couple of years ago, I reached out and tried, and I'll probably will try again to get like They Might Be Giants. Oh, shit. That'd be wild. I think it <laughs> yeah. would be great because yeah. I think the people at Fest would be like, it'd be something different enough to be like, oh. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. That's but it, different. But you know? it's interesting to hear that it's just usually just like we want it to be what it is. Because I mean I guess it's like it's not even like an age thing. It's just like time. Like your tastes grow and grow. You know, and the more people you have involved, or not even just that, but like the number of years that you do it, like you're just naturally gonna wanna make it as cool as possible for what you're into at that moment. And that'll always change. Your tastes will always change. You know what yeah, I mean? I feel They'll like always I'm kind just of expand. Like the same old dude that still likes the same fucking <laughs> yeah, music. Right. That's the problem. Yeah. My tastes right. haven't changed. Right. Um, but no, they have in a sense. And you know, like, and when we did, you know, when we had the experience to do Harvest of Hope, yeah, Ryan Murphy and I got to branch out a little bit in that yeah. and do some stuff that, like, we got to do like more like hip hop and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, like we had the national play and things like that. And so that was like a good way for us to like spread our wings a little Absolutely, and try to yeah. like work and do things with different bands. But as far as fest goes, like I think it's, it's hard to expand in a sense. I mean, we do the wrestling now at fest. We, a couple of years ago, we added comedy, Yeah, you know, and that's, adding, a, that's like, a great part of the weekend too. And a great platform for yeah. small comics to get an opportunity oh, yeah. to be in front of a smart crowd, Yeah, you know, from all over the world. Yeah. 
Um, you know, last year we did podcasts for the first time. Yeah. Which you that should do very cool. this year. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even talk about that, but you should. That'd be cool. Um, it was really cool. We did it at the Hippodrome, which is the yeah. first time we got to use that venue as well, which is an old historic theater. Yeah. Um, has the lo- the oldest elevator in all of Florida. Damn. Which is always a nightmare when you're inside of it. And Fuck then the, yeah. the old person goes, this is actually the oldest elevator in all of Gainesville. I was like, he let still me works, the right? fuck out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it's like, those are the little things I like to do. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we've had uh, films before, um, you know, and there's just like punk rock yoga. Yeah, of course. You know, like Miguel little do that? cool things. Miguel yeah. from Bottle Rocket? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. done that now. Um, yeah, he's he's killing it with that. Yeah, and well, it's just well, like, you know, that those are the little things I like yeah. to do. But overall, Fest will always just be this world yeah. that we run in, you know? And like, it's hard sometimes to explain it to people who aren't into the same music that we're into. Yeah. Like I've got relatives and stuff and they're like, so that thing you do, it's pretty crazy. You know, it's, yeah. you're doing all right with it. I yeah. see like, I see videos on the internet and I see people talking about it and I'll, you know, like, or my cousins who live in Seattle, I'll send them like fest shirts, even though yeah. they're not into all the bands. I've leftover shirts. So I'm like, here, sure, a shirt. Of course, yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, dude, I was in home Depot the other day and some guy came up to me and was like, Dude, you go to fest? He's like, no. <laughs> well, there's like, he's like, I feel like such a poser. He's like, no, I don't. But well, now my, there's a legion my, of people all over the world that yeah. are united by that fucking thing. Yeah, man. and he's like, all he wanted to do was talk about these bands, and I had no idea what the fuck he was talking yeah. about. But I just kept agreeing with him. And oh yeah, like, for yeah, sure. <laughs> That's cool, man. Well, um, it is the best weekend of the year every year, and I'm glad you've been such a part of it. I mean, oh, dude, we we, we, we are too. Yeah, we are fired up to do it this year as we. How are did every we not year. get you a cake when it was your tenth year? Last year was a crazy year. It was a crazy year last year. Yeah. There was a lot of shit going on. <laughs> yeah. well, but uh, well, may- maybe we'll do an 11th year cake this year. Yeah. Zach. Or we'll have 11 of something on yeah, stage. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay, cool. 11 <laughs> bottles of beer. <laughs> <laughs> 11, yeah. 11. Remember when I used to give you those uh, special treats? Yeah, oh, I remember. I wasn't sure if I could bring that up or not. Yeah, we could do eleven of those treats. Yeah, it's not that long of a flight home from, I'd have to uh, find from the Florida, treat, but I'd have to find the treat lady again. <laughs> have to peel me off that fucking uh, that, that that chair in the air in the airplane after that. Well, let's do eleven of those. It'll be great. Yeah, it'll be fun. We'll do something fun with it, and it's good, you know. If anything, you know, it's just a celebration that you guys have been a band that long too. You know, it's I appreciate like, that, man. Thanks. It's yeah, it's it's crazy to us. Uh, there's there's been a lot of that in the last couple of years, especially the last year. Of like milestones and celebrating and all this shit, you know, mm. and uh, it makes you feel a little old, uh, even though like I know we're young men. But How old it, are you now? Thirty. Yes, you do. I know. You know what I mean? But, but we started so young that we feel so much older. Yeah, but you're we doing road like road years. <laughs> I think you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a band, yeah. you have been like how long has Flatliners been a band? Now? Sixteen years. Yeah. See, that's insane. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking totally insane. Like when I when I think that like this is the seventeenth year of Fest. Yeah. I'm like. That's old enough to have made, start to make some mistakes. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we were joking around yeah, about like yeah. wrecking your first car. Yeah, stealing you know? mom's car. <laughs> Just doing dumb stuff like, you know. Oh, yeah. Artie, Artie has fallen in love and out of the the, the, the craziest, deepest love they've ever oh been God, in their absolutely, life. Absolutely, yeah. And, and, and the whole thing lasted a week. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, um, You know, but, you know, this is, like, it's crazy to think, you know, like how long, you know, you're here playing with hot water and that's why we're here. And like how circular that is that like, I've known these guys yeah. forever. You know, I, yeah. I physically have been roommates with three out of four, yeah, of them. Yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, it's, 
it's just weird that we're all collectively still doing this and still loving music and aren't, aren't bitter and jaded about but it and still point. get excited about yeah. new bands. The like, point is love. Like Dikembe playing, like yeah. Expert Timing playing. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, shout just, out to Expert Timing and Dikembe. These are great fucking bands. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're lucky that you know Florida still can breed up some some good stuff. Absolutely, man. You know, it has never we, ceased. Florida doesn't have the best history of like most beautiful bands in the world <laughs> we have bread you know lint biscuit <laughs> hey man i'm a fan i just saw them recently it was sick it, I, I got no bones admitting that now to the public fucking they're sick <laughs> they were awesome yeah they, i mean i saw them for free i don't know if i'd pay to see them but uh, my story could change but dude thanks for doing this i love Always. you man let's go Thank enjoy so some much. rock and roll yes and uh have some beers i'll see you at the fest bye yeah I know that's bad for our image, but I don't give a damn.
That was beautiful, by the way. <laughs> Some good uh, drunk rambling there. It's huh? good. It's good, man. I mean.